we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of the We Spotlight season of the Northern Power Women podcast. I'm your host, Simone Roche, and I have the pleasure of chatting to role models, trailblazing change makers across our Northern Power community every week, giving you insight into what these leaders and influencers get up to and how they think. Last week, we hosted the first Power Up Networking session of 2022 in partnership with Barclays, where we sparked over 220 conversations between industry-leading mentors and mentors at the start of their careers. Seeing what we enabled over these bite-sized 60-minute sessions makes me really excited about what we're going to achieve out of our Power Collective. In fact, in advance of this conversation, we've just been comparing all the feedback notes. So we are really pleased to have Barclays as our founding partner of the Power Collective, an organisation dedicated to creating networking and mentoring opportunities and making meaningful connections. And joining me today, I've got two role models for the price of one. I've got Tammy Kubuya, the digital project manager at Barclays and Laura Smethurst, Barclays Financial Assistance CIO. Tammy is a creative digital project manager with a professional law degree and significant technology execution experience in top blue chip global banking. She's got a great passion for lending her voice to positively fighting all kinds of injustice, especially the marginalisation and vulnerable and underrepresented groups. Laura has worked in technology for over 18 years and at Barclays she is now leading the delivery of all new digital journeys for customers. Laura is passionate about career development and the internal mobility of their people. I'd like to passionately welcome these two amazing people who were part of the Power Up uh, sessions last week. Welcome Tammy and Laura. Thank you. Very pleased to be here. It was great, wasn't it? We hosted the first session last week. We started talking about um, this partnership before Christmas and within weeks we've enabled, you know, 180 people taking part, including the two of you. What were your two top takeaways from the experience Tammy well Simone let me tell you that I believe that we're all learners right and the top takeaway that I got from day session was every day is a learning day Um, I loved the fact that we got to interact with so many people that were keen to take their career to the next level Uh, and it also brought you know that humbling effect of me realizing that we all still have the same fears, no matter how far up the ladder we go, we always, you know, want to do better. We always want to know what the next step is. So it was absolutely amazing. I absolutely loved it. And I can't wait for the next one. Oh, but and, and that's, you know, I loved at the end, we had the catch up with some of our, our mentors and people who gave that time to sort of share their knowledge over the, the bite-sized lunchtime session. And you were so enthused in that room. You could just feel it. You know, it was the first time we'd met uh, and I just loved it. I love the enthusiasm. And I think that's the ultimate takeaway when we look at some of the feedback that we get is it's, I always get that comment, thank you for making role models so accessible. 
And somebody has echoed that comment in, I can't remember, there's a chat on Zoom at the same time as the, the session or it's in the feedback or online. But, you know, if you were part of it or went to get involved, please join in the conversation on social media using the hashtags uh, Power Up Networking and We Are Power. We would love to get you involved and uh, we're going to engage more of these sessions over the, the following year. So please do stay connected on our Power Platform. So talking about, you know, networking, you know, how important is it at the stage of, you know, early careers? One of the reasons we started these a year ago, or, or you know, was to almost wrap an arm around individuals to make them feel as though people cared about what their career looked like. So, you know, what, how important is it, Laura? And how did it influence both your careers, actually? I think it's hugely important. And actually, one of the the, the, the key messages from the conversation yesterday was that you know a lot of these um, people that are just starting out in their careers they don't really know what career they want where are they going what does their career look like um, and I think that's one of the reasons why it's so important um, to be able to talk to other people who have different careers different opportunities and different perspectives to kind of help you bring a lot of that together I think young people feel really pressured oh I don't know I don't know where do you want to be and I got asked quite a lot yesterday you know you know where where what was your career journey what was your aspiration what was your plan and in all honesty I didn't have a plan um you know I didn't wake up when I left university go right I'm going to be a CIO at Bartley's not even for a second um and I think had I had a, a more of an understanding then what networking is and could do, then I think maybe I would have, uh, you know, have grown in a bit more confidence and maybe taken a more proactive direction in those early years. Um, so I think that's I think that's why it's important helping people get that perspective on what's out there. One, so that they don't feel so pressured, um, you know, because none of us, not all of us, but a lot of us don't know where we want to be, but we're just being, you know, we're working our way through it um, and, and to help them navigate that so that they just gain in confidence. I'm still working out what I want to be when I grow up, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> Tammy, what about you? How did you know networking sort of form part of your career growth? Oh, my goodness. You know, just leveraging off what Laura's just said, some of the questions I was getting was, well, how did you know this was what you wanted to do? How did you, how do you know when it's time to move on? And I could feel the indecision. I could feel it. I could hear that. I don't want to make a mistake, but I don't, I don't know if I need to stay. And one of the things I said to them was, enjoy the journey, right? Like if your heart is not in it, if you're not going in every single day saying, I love my job, I love what I do, I love, you know, the people are great, but I love what I do, then it's draining. And then it's probably time, you've probably outgrown it, it's time for you to start to look. And for me, um, and this is funny because I've, I've worked for Laura before, can I just say, she's amazing. <laughs> Don't tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, you know, networking for me is understanding your access and the people that are the gatekeepers of that access. So, you know, you might be looking for a job, but it's not the, the person that is the hiring manager, but someone in their sphere of influence. And what I found is that networking, you know, helps to understand how you navigate from where you are and where you need to go and understand who the gatekeepers are and form those relationships and just nurture them, you know, and just let them grow and flourish. And honestly, the gates will be open. I love that, actually. You know, we always talk about, never having one trajectory you know there's always a different path and I think there's something you've said in there I, I think everything that you do um, almost has a, a time span doesn't it you know whether that's a a, a, a a personal relationship or a friendship or you know your your working relationship and I think when it it ceases to to 
make you you, then actually that's where the time you have to, you know, deviate from, you know, sort of whatever you thought the, the plan was. So, you know, I think that's why this is, for me, been one of the things I'm most proud of in the, the seven years since I've been building this community across Northern Power Women, Northern Power Futures, um, the We Are Power and now this Power Collective. It's really important to me to have partners that really care. And it's easy to say that, isn't it? And it's also hard to say that as a small micro business. But, you know, the purpose bit is really important to us and why we're doing this. And the fact that, like I said, when we started having this conversation, Laura, before Christmas about being a founding partner of this and also the other activity we're going to do, it was really, it's always, I do take things very personally because I've grown and developed this organisation and it is I'm passionate about having the right partners, but why is it important for you and Barclays to be such a visible part of this collective right from the outset as we're still evolving it and growing it? Well, I, I, I guess at one sense, it, it might be perceived quite selfish. We're a big organisation and we need talent and we want talent in our organisation to come and work for us. And I I would like talented people in my team like like Tammy. They, they make the days, the, the days fly by. Um, but, but part of the challenge is that it, talent doesn't just materialise out of, of thin air. It's got to come from our children in schools um, and it's got to come from them making different choices, feeling empowered to make different choices. Um, And particularly with that diversity lens, we want to encourage more diverse individuals in whatever way that might be to choose to take careers in technology. Because unless we develop that talent pipeline, none of us in any of the organisations will have access to these amazing individuals that ultimately allow our organisations to be more successful um, and, 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 and better um, at, at what we do. So for me, it's about cultivating that talent and showing that that upcoming talent, that a career in technology isn't what they might perceive that career to be, that we aren't all what you might think we are, you know, and, and Tammy and I are just two examples of how varied and different a career in technology um, might be. There are loads more. So that's really why, uh, you know, we wanted to spearhead that any one, I mean, literally from yesterday, if there was one person that went away and looked at a career in technology with that lens that said, oh, actually, I could do that. I'm going to give that a try or I'm not going to give up. I'm going to continue on that journey in technology. Then then, then we achieve that aim. More people in that talent pipeline for all of us to choose from so that when my daughter, who is turned seven, stroke 16 just the other week, so she can look up and can choose anything that she wants to be um, because she sees people like us in those roles um, that we didn't really see, to be fair. We had to look pretty hard to find them, didn't we? (laughs) No, 100%. And I think, you know, that's one of the real personal objectives, isn't it, of the the partnership as well is, you know, your seven, 16-year-olds. Mine is my my nieces and nephews. I've got four of them under the age of 12 and I want them to be able to look out and believe that they can and do and be whatever they want because to Tammy's point earlier, you know, you want to be in a place where it's fun. You want to be in a place and not every day can be fun. We get that because, you know, work can get in the way sometimes (laughs) but being part of something that is purposeful is, you know, just makes it just makes this all kind of that real kind of beneficial partnership all round. And Tammy, do you have a personal mission about demystifying women's role in tech uh, in 2022? And do you think women still believe tech is not for them? 
I definitely do, Simone. I definitely do. Um, there was a survey that was carried out last year um, um, by a charity, and only 3% of females said that tech was their first choice. Well, I must have fallen in that 3% because tech was not my first choice. I studied law, but I'm in tech. Um, but my, my mind never went there. And I think my, my passion and, and my mission is just to say, look, we experience tech in every aspect of our lives, at home, at work, on our mobile phones. And just as what Laura has said, there is this mindset about what tech looks like, about how stuffy it is. But we're trying to get the numbers up. We're trying to get that um, educational piece out there to say technology is all around us and you are part of that. And it can be anything that you want it to be. You have the chance to shape what your tech career looks like. You don't have to study computer science. You can if you want to, but that's not the only, that's not the only segue into technology. Um, and I believe that, like Laura has said, if we can show people um, what good looks like and have things or have role models that people can aspire to be like and say, well, that person looks like me. And if that person can do it, so can I. And that is part of what we're trying to demystify. There's this, sometimes there's this shrouded cloud around what technology is and what you need to do to get in there and you know what people in tech look like. We're normal, everyday people. Um, and we just want to get we want to get that educational piece in at the early career stage, but then also going a little bit deeper, younger, Laura's daughter's age, your niece's age. Um, I've got a son who's four and I want him to understand and to be able to share with his colleagues and the girls in his class that they're all tech savvy. And so why not? Why not? Absolutely. And, uh, you know, the, the technology is in the hands at such an earlier age. You know, that wasn't there when I was growing up, um, although I did have a Commodore VIC-20 computer, but I'm now I'm really showing my age. So I might have to edit that out now. <laughs> but th there's something about it. I agree with you. I'm all for that. Every role is technology. My, my husband's come out of a, you know, a long term career in the public sector, uh, local local authority and almost has that mindset of that. Oh, I, I'm, I'm not. I can't do tech. I can't do that. Yeah. He'll spend a a lot of time looking at TikTok videos or Instagram or trying to work out Alexa. You know, it's 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 everything. There's tech in everything that we do, even my Nucci bullet. So, Laura, you know, I know one of your goals is to empower, um, you know, women uh, in it, to pursue a career in technology. And how are we going to do that? You know, how what what methods are we going to do together? What are you doing personally? So that's a great question, and I think it follows on from a similar uh, vein. I think I think over the last couple of years, we've all had our eyes opened, uh, you know, a good degree more to, you know, what privilege means. And I understand now that in, in many ways I, I, I'm, I'm very privileged. Um, so it's about differentiating the, the, the things that are challenging in respect of that and maybe the things that are less so. And I think that's where you come back to this ability to show and demonstrate perception because perception bridges all of that and allows, you know, I accept that, that in people in different circumstances have, have a different challenge. But if they can all look up and go, yeah, but I can see a person that is is like me, it, 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 it opens that door. And it's not at least that door is shut because they perceived that they couldn't do it. There may be a thousand other reasons why someone may not make it, um, but at least they perceived that they could. And they saw that it was an option that was open to them. Um, I ran a focus group 
with a, a set of young ladies in Rochdale um, Council, um, all um, kind of heavily uh, uh, Pakistani um, of origin and family. Um, and, and their perception was very strongly that technology was not for not for women, not for girls, um, and kind of fed down through their family. Um, but they were starting to challenge those perceptions. And, and again, just us having that conversation with them went, oh, so you work in technology? I was like, yeah, I work in technology. Um, so it, it, for me, that remains, I think, the most powerful element because... If someone doesn't think it's for them in whatever that capacity is because of their race, because of their gender, because of their sexuality, then the door's instantly closed. So we've got, that's where we start with someone that goes, yeah, I, I could do that. Um, and then, then uh, yes, there's lots more things that we need to help to fix, but that's got to be the starter, um, is getting those people making that choice and picking those subjects in school or, or picking that, that, that subject at college or university if they go there. Or to Tammy's point, there's loads of ways to get into technology. It's, it's even about changing the perception that you have to go to university to get to, <laughs> not anymore. Um, you know, so helping people understand there's loads of routes to get in. Um, you don't have to be a coder. I I've never coded um, and I'd be a terrible, absolutely dreadful developer. Um, so again, it's about helping people understand there's loads of different opportunities in, in technology. Um, so that's my focus, um, Simone, if I can do it through these sorts of platforms, if I can do it internally, um, you know, in, in, in Bartley's itself, I'm encouraging people that have started to make that choice to um, stick at it. Um, to kind of keep going. Um, and, you know, if I can start the conversation, um, you know, at my daughter's school at class, what does mummy do? Oh, mummy works for a bank. Mummy works in technology. Um, you know, these these are all important things that she can start to, to, to spread in the classroom. And, and I think this is always my view that everyone can do something and everyone needs to be and must be part of the change and we've also got an opportunity and a responsibility to enable others and one of the things that I loved about the session was that you enabled over gosh I'm just trying to look at my numbers here over 20 odd people from the Barclays family to take part in the session so this is why and you're going to think on the podcast I'm going on and on about partnership and it purposeful but it's really important those of you who know me know that it's you know the only one to do things if it's going to make a difference and the thing that you about enabling your people, your colleagues. So whether they came into the conversation or the session as a mentor or a a mentee, you enable that to happen. And I think that's all part of the storytelling. That's all part of the role modelling. And that's how we've now, as of today, we've, as you know, uh, if you're a regular listener to the the podcast, we've created something called the Power Platform. You can get to it at www.wearepower.net. We've now created that as an environment to put your profiles on there. But as of um, after last week's session, We've created the search and connect function. We're not designed to be LinkedIn, but we're designed to, again, make visible your story, your journey. So this is something, again, that we enabled literally at the end of uh, at the end of the session because we thought, yes, we want you to keep connected. We want you to have that ongoing conversation. And I know, Tammy, I think you've already arranged to meet one of the people you had a conversation with. Is that right? 
I know it was amazing. Like, honestly, literally, as soon as we finished, um, I only got the two names of the people that were the first and last names of my second session, um, not of the first person. So I added them straight away on LinkedIn. And then, you know, I went to work, away to, you know, to work and I came back and there was loads and loads and loads. And then there was another lady that messaged me to say, oh, she hadn't gotten around to being to speak to me, but she'd love to. And I thought, well, let's do a virtual coffee. I'm like, well, let's make it happen. You know, and, and then I went to bed and I realized this morning, oh, but there's a power platform anyway. So we can connect there as well. But yeah, it's amazing. Like it has to go on after those sessions. That's where the real change happens. That's where the real conversations happen. And that's where the decision making happens, where we can change, like you said, the trajectory of the path that we're taking. So yeah, it's amazing. And watch this space as well, because we're going to do sort of more an up close and personal kind of what we're I suppose we're going to call now a, a, a power up plus, if you like, which is going to be directly with the, the Barclays family as well. So, but Laura, Laura, tell us, you know, you work at the Barclays Technology Centre in Nutsford. Tell me about your work in the Destination Technology Programme, because that sounds something I need a passport for. Yeah, so this is um, turned into a bit of a, a passion project last year with my colleague, Rosie um, Oliver, who leads HR um, for, for, for Barclays. Uh, Technology UK. So essentially, the, the principle is that as organisations um, start to invest more in, in technology, and um, we want to um, encourage our colleagues um, who don't have currently have technology careers to come and work for us, so that we can retain the talent. Um, again, that talent, that talent conversation. Um, so it's really been about encouraging people in an operational role to come and join us in technology, fully trained through various schemes where they'll get a formal qualification and bolster our teams with their transferable skills. So again, Tammy's comment about a segue, another route into technology. You know, the, these people come with amazing transferable skills. You know, imagine speaking to customers on the phone all day. How hard must that be? And what a level of understanding these individuals have about how our business work. Well, that's invaluable in technology um, to help us design and, and deliver things that ultimately help them. So it's been really challenging and we've taken over 50 people into tech last year and we are going big this year to keep going um we got such amazing quality of candidates um and really actually what blew me away is some of these people were they were learning to code in their spare time oh i've done I, some of them were already on formal training courses in their spare time so i think it's been again a really eye-opening um, experience um, and I can't well we've already started our Destination Technology 2 um, is already in train and I'm really excited to see what wonderful candidates will kind of get to kind of grow that, that that talent pipeline albeit within our organisation but a, a great a great opportunity and we look forward to sort of highlighting and really demonstrating the success of this programme uh, across the next year of our partnership so I've got to say a massive 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 thank you to the double act and the double role model gang of Tammy and Laura for highlighting just how impactful, accessible and exciting networking opportunities can be. It's not thrusting business cards into people's hands and looking over people's shoulder, looking for the next person to connect with. These are meaningful, purposeful, engaging conversations with absolutely amazing people. We'll have links for Tammy and Laura in the show notes so you can connect with them on the Power Platform as well and find out about more about what Barclays are doing um, around this real mission to get more individuals understanding that tech is for them. Laura, Tammy, thank you so much for joining us today. I loved it. Thank you so much for having us, Simone. 
if your organisation would like to become a part of the Power Collective and enable a 12-month programme of activity to connect emerging talent with amazing role models, then please do reach out to us. The details are in the show notes. And thank you so much for tuning in today. Please do leave us a review. We'd love that. And tell your friends about our podcast. Reach out to us on socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women on all our other social. Or do that thing that you used to do an email podcast at northernpowerwomen.com and join us next week when I'll be joined by yet another force of nature from the Northern Power Women community. My name is Simone Roche and you've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes on Media production. Ooh.